guys. Welcome back to the podcast. This is Paint the Town Dead, here with one half of your hosts, Caitlin. And I'm Andrew. And we're really, really glad to have you back over here on this little side, this little this little part of the world. Okay, I have to mention something. What? In the last episode, I said we were going to come back to something. What? And we never came back to it. What was it? Name a city in Oklahoma <laughs> other than Oklahoma City. <laughs> Broken Arrow. All right. Congratulations. Take that. I I didn't even research it. Yeah. I think that's a real place. It Um, is. I know it is. They have a good marching band. Okay. You're welcome. Well, the main thing is, um, like, I I don't understand how you didn't guess, like, say, Tulsa. Oh, I forgot about Tulsa. That's a pretty big city. That's, like, the second biggest, I guess. In Oklahoma? Yeah. Hmm. I certainly would have guessed Tulsa before I guessed Kansas City. (laughs) Don't hate on me, okay? I tried my best, and I'm pretty proud of that I, I effort. Hope, I hope that's not your best. Uh, it it was it because was... yikes. Do you have a geography quiz for, quiz for me this week? No, but I could like just say something. I guess name a country from the former Yugoslavia. Wh- what? Yeah. Do you know countries from the former Yugoslavia? Like all of them, probably. Oh, like Russia? No. Oh. That's the that's, that's the, the SSR US, yeah. USSR yeah. Don't worry about. It. I just I just thought of something that I would know that you wouldn't, or at least I thought you wouldn't, and I was right. What? The Yugoslavia thing. Yeah, I don't know it. Yeah, <clears throat> it's like Serbia, places like that. Like the Baltic, Baltic, no? Balkans. Oh, Baltic is like Estonia, Latvia, Lithuania. You're really good at this. Yeah, <laughs> wish job. I was good at other stuff. That would help me in life. <laughs> also, what? found sourdough bread. Oh, yay. Yeah. I'm so happy for you. Where was it? Back at your old grocery store? Yeah. Cool. Just just saw it there. Maybe. But, did everybody calm down? Was there other bread there, too? Uh, It's more calmed down. I think people are a little less freaked out to some extent. I had a, Today was my day off work, and I was like, I'm going to get up, and I'm going to go early to the grocery store. And I got up and I didn't go because <laughs> I was like, eh, just, I'll just eat breakfast and, and watch um, one of the greatest shows I've ever seen on Netflix, which I won't talk to you about yet. I'm going to watch it all and Andrew's not going to watch it and then we're going to talk about it because this show is wild. And I know you guys know what I'm talking about because Facebook has blown up with it. It's called Arrested Development. No. Seasons four and five. Nope. Nope. Here's a hint. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Actually, be more like. Wow. That's pretty good. Is this, is this what we're doing now? <laughs> animal impressions. What animal am I? Some sort of bird. It's like a. You ever heard a peacock? Maybe. They're really loud and really annoying. Also, fun fact: peacocks don't lay eggs, according to Google. It's messed up. That's the only bird that doesn't lay an egg. This is what I learned at work the other day. <laughs> Saving lives and learning about birds. Because the question came up of, do penguins lay eggs? And I was like, I think so. Some people were like, no, definitely not. Some people were like, no, they definitely do. And I was like, I'm not going to give a hard limit on either one just yet. I wonder what the percentage of live birth versus egg birth it is. Like, one to, like, is it like basically just mammals and I guess apparently peacocks that do live birth? Because like, 
I feel like mo- I guess because <laughs> whales and dolphins are mammals also, but yes. like fish are basically all eggs, I think. Oh. And then like reptiles are eggs. Snakes give birth to some give birth to eggs, some give birth to live young. Really? Mm-hmm. It's messed up. Yeah. Nature, just decide what you want. What do I you guess, want? I think uh, seahorses, I guess it's sort of live. The No, they're very live. Yeah. Instead, but the dude does it. Yeah. Instead of like, I don't know, think of like most fishes, it's it's eggs, I think. Are seahorse fish? Yeah. Are they considered fish? I don't see why they wouldn't be. They don't breathe air or anything. Well, neither they, does a whale. Yes, oh, wait. it does. <laughs> wait, whales, whales, dolphins, that por- was a really, porpoises and That such. was a dumb statement. I know that they have blowholes and they breathe air. Whale sharks. sharks. Whale sharks, I believe, are just sharks. I think that's right. Are you sure? No. That's why <laughs> I said I think. I think you might be onto something. But like... Your average, but yeah, whales, whales are mammals. They got to breathe the air. That's, yep. I Which thought. seems annoying if you're like, hey, you're ocean. born in water. And you, you're going to live in the water and you're going to spend most of your time underwater, but you got to go up and get air every once in a while. And if you were to get on land, you would die. Yeah. You'll, uh, if you're a whale and you get beached and they don't do anything about it, you'll just explode. <laughs> that kind of. Yes. Once you get to the death point for a while yes you'll eventually explode because like the gas builds up but it's like real yes i there's videos <laughs> sorry i was swallowing i know i know they'll explode i've seen videos but i'm shaking my head no because i was like don't talk about that uh, gross it's too late it's i already late. did it yeah you can edit that i'm not gonna <laughs> why would i good question That's speaking the- of sharks where are you going? Is this, <laughs> is this a Speaking started, of sharks, I have a money business for you. Oh, okay. No, I don't. Uh, speaking of sharks, you know how they can smell blood really can well? Can they actually, though? I don't know. Or is that a myth? No. Okay, so I really don't know. If, okay, the internet and other, you know, like nature. Yeah, yeah. They say that sharks can smell water. Wait. They can smell blood in the water. I'm, I'm really, I, I I'm really struggling. I'm really struggling. Yes. Words are hard. Yes, they are. Especially for me. Um, but I like woke up last night at like, like two or three in the morning and my nose was tickling. And so I, I guess that's what woke me up. And so I, I started rubbing it and I was like, oh, my nose is dripping like, you know, maybe allergies or it's cold or something. And... It just kept dripping and I was kind of like half awake, half asleep. Well, it just kept running. And so I kept wiping it and I finally woke up like more because it wouldn't stop. And I was like, am I bleeding? And so I turn on the light and my hands and face are covered in blood. I was like, oh my gosh, like there was blood everywhere. I was like, and I took a video and then looking back on the video of my hands with the blood on it, I was like, if I sent that to somebody, they would be like, who did you murder? Or just like. Did you somehow cut yourself in the middle of the night? Did you sleep with a steak knife? <laughs> I used to. Oh, okay. It was actually a fillet knife. What? Yeah. It was underneath my mattress. I used to sleep with it. Just in case. I'm ready. Oh, okay. I, I didn't know if it was just like, I'm such a big fan of, of cooking. I just love this knife. I'm such a big time chef and I love my knives. Nope. I carry them with me everywhere, including to bed. Only because I was certain if somebody, an intruder came in the middle of the night, I would have the presence of mind to 
think about where I put the knife, reach under the mattress, get it, and be ready, which would not happen. You but could, in my mind, it would. You could get one of those things where it's like the headboard has the gun in it, and you like push it, and it just pops out a shotgun. What if I accidentally hit it in the night, and the shotgun hits me? Nah, you would wake up and go, ow, that hurt. <laughs> or wake up and be like, who's coming at me? Where's my gun? <laughs> Oh, but then it would hit the dogs too because oh, well, they sleep in the bed with me. Just I, you probably have to put more force on it than you would normally do if you were just like if you were like thrashing in your bed at night. That's true. Having a night terror or something. A nosebleed. <laughs> yeah. Did you have like a dream where like you were in a boxing match or anything fun like that? No, I just I don't I I really think the only reason the only thing that woke me up was I I, I guess I felt my nose tickling because I woke up like wiping my nose like rubbing my nose and so that's the only thing i can think of i don't know it was weird though i've that has never happened before and i was like i'm dying it was it was very strange no actually the first thing i thought was do i have coronavirus <laughs> I literally is this I, a symptom is this i did i had to google it it's not a symptom but i was like this is it this is the end <laughs> the slight ailment and i'm dying yeah well, it's like I also wake up every day thinking I have corona because it's just like, it's in the well, air. well, I'm like, oh, I feel a little groggy. As one is does. That, when they is like. that, is this what corona is or is this just regular life? No, it's the Rona. You got it. I mean, who's to say I might be carrying it on account of it incubates for like a week. I could be. I think I'm a or lot. Or two weeks rather. I think I'm a lot more likely to be carrying it than you are. <clears throat> That's obviously true. But, yeah. You know. It could happen. You go to the grocery store more than I do, I think. Uh, yeah, I haven't gone for a bit, but you got I bread. Try, yeah, I try. I tried not to go. Yeah, probably a good call. Well, I did go to Target last weekend because I actually went to go get a massage, which I was surprised they were open, but they were, and I tipped her well, and everybody was clean and hygienic and wearing masks and washing hands and stuff. So I was happy to see that, and. I, apparently I came 30 minutes early so I went to Target so I was like okay I'll kill 30 minutes and so I went there and looked around a little bit because I needed some things and it was beautiful there was like nobody in Target it was like a solo shopping trip basically no nah, there were a couple people yeah that sounds fun it was I guess. it's like a or dream eerie. come true it was like this whole Target's just for me and actually you know what I'm about to give away my secret but they were pretty well stocked on like most things, like even some gro- like even groceries because this Target has groceries, and they had like toilet paper and paper towels and soaps. I think I think the bubble is burst on the uh, toilet paper hoarding situation I, I hope to some so. extent. I hope so. Well, I was happy. I get my. I think I said this before. I get my paper goods from Sam's Club, so I'm set for a while. Okay. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> I am ready. For, for anything. Whatever. <laughs> anything could happen. A yeah. coronavirus, not a worldwide pandemic. Yeah. I'm ready. But are you? Are any of us? No, because I have to work it. Oh, well, you'll be the most ready. Except for. Hopefully. Except for they're like, don't wear masks. Save it for the people that need it. And I'm like, I am the people that need it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, we'll. We'll get through this, most of us. <laughs> <laughs> you 
You saw, I think I talked to you about that video I saw on Facebook or I posted on Facebook, the, the like really frightening one. Yeah. With the numbers, the numbers, man, the numbers 40 to the, so there, the doctor was a doctor from Austin, Texas. And she figured that there's around 331 million Americans and 40 to 70% of the 331 million will get the coronavirus, which is a large amount. However, um, she said that 80% of that 40 to 70 will be totally fine. They're, they're, they're going to like may have a little cold or have no symptoms at all. And they're going to be totally fine. But 20% of the people that get it will need to be hospitalized, which is still a large percentage of, of a population, like and a lot of people at once in a hospital. Um, and then five to 10% of that, of those people will need to be on the vent. And there are nowhere near enough vents to go around, which is terrifying and she said that like in Italy right now like the numbers that she figured was like for for math purposes to make it easier she she took 45 percent of Americans will get it and did numbers based off that and she figured that it was like 1.3 million or something people would need a vent and that means that like one one in 50 people of those people will need a vent no, no, no. One of the 50 of those people will get a vent that needs it, which is like you're sentencing 49 people to die. And that's why you need to stay home. You Please idiots. do. Like, it was like, that was so sobering. I did not, I I didn't know that. And I was like, holy cow, everybody, please don't touch me. <laughs> don't come near me. Don't breathe on me. Don't cough on me. Yeah. I mean, this is what people talk about when they say flatten the curve. Yes. That way we're at least... It, we're it's still spreading gonna be, this out. Yeah. Even if it's going to be bad. We're spreading it out so that we don't overwhelm hospitals and please, please places don't. like that. Please don't. Because otherwise, then you really won't be taken care of. It'll be far more difficult and for you and everybody. Your, your family members who are elderly or have, mm. have compromised immune systems, or also sometimes just regular people. Yeah. And, and, and also, please stay at home. Please don't get sick. Please don't pass it to me because then one half of your podcast hosts will be dead. Well, so, well, I mean, if I die, I would be dead. Yeah. <laughs> it stands to reason. We'll, we'll, we'll but if see. I get it, I could be okay. 80% chance I'll be fine. Yeah, I think there was something like, I mean, the numbers are always changing because we still don't really understand it totally. But yeah. there's like, they did some study of, I think it was an Italian town. They tested every single person. It was a small town. Mm-hmm. And they said like 50 to 70% were asymptomatic mm-hmm. that had it or something like that and that i guess that makes sense you know because it, it's a it's a form of a of a cold virus but it's like a mutated form or something right isn't the coronavirus this is like the covid19 it's like a different mutation of it right don't get don't get me i ask, don't know ask me anything about <laughs> about virus i'm the I'm Mr. <laughs> they call me Dr. Virus. You're a microbiologist. Of yeah, course. I'm the virologist. I think that's a thing. Is it? I don't know. It's going to, we'll look it up and it'll turn T- out to tell be us, like. Tell us people. Is it a thing? Is it not a thing? I don't know. You just, yeah. You yeah, whatever. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Whether it is or isn't. It isn't. So speaking of doctors, that segues us very nicely into this week's episode, which is about Dr. Rebecca Johnson, a.k.a. Dr. Becky, from Ozark, Arkansas. And let's talk about her. You want to talk about her? 
Uh, yeah, I guess I guess that's what we're here for, isn't it? I think so. <laughs> Usually, typically, a hundred percent of the time. Hundred percent. Okay, actually. you're right. Okay, s- s- math statistics. So far, statistics. Okay, so Doctor Becky, as she was lovingly referred to, Doctor Becky was um, born and raised in the Washita Mountains of Arkansas. She had a, like a r- pretty poor beginning. Uh, like they were, they were v- lived very humbly. They were not rich by any means. But she always had a dream to go to medical school. And so she made that dream a reality. And she put herself through medical school while being a single mom to two sons. Which, which is, is like wild. Totally wild. I can barely do school. And I have exactly zero children. <laughs> that you or know like <laughs> Exactly zero children. You say that like, there's no way. There's a 0% chance. Let us not even worry about that one. Like That's not even a question for anybody. But yeah, I I struggle with school even when I have zero real responsibilities of any sort other than the school stuff. School is hard. Like that is like that's a that's a powerhouse right there. She rocks. Yeah. So I she. Wish, I wish I could be her when I grow up. <laughs> <laughs> to some extent. To some. Mm, to some extent. Okay. I mean, you know, as a person, up until a certain point. Yes. So she. Um, had been married four times. Um, That's the first part where I would change things. What? Having to be married four times. You don't want that? No. Zero to one is my goal. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so she was married four times. And um, her fourth husband was Kurt Johnson. Uh, they were quite the couple together. She, he was a little bit younger than her. But apparently they like love working out, were very active. In fact, she was she was a little bitty thing. She was 110 pounds and five foot six, so that's very small. She was 53 years old and she could bench 200 pounds. So get it, girl. I wonder if we could bench 200 pounds combined. I don't know. Like Pro- like whatever our total is combined, would it be 200 pounds? No, no. I mine will. I doubt. Maybe you, not me. But no, it'd be us combined. Oh, yeah. What I'm saying you'll definitely probably bench more than I would. Sure, but would that amount plus your amount be 200? I get it. it. Would we do it? Could we do it? No. Maybe. Yeah, probably not. I don't know. So she she was real active. Her and Kurt both were. They worked out five times a week. They had like a home gym that they had on their own property. And their property was actually a renovated plantation home that Dr. Johnson had bought, um, which it was right across the Arkansas River from Ozark. Oh, yeah. And... Uh, by the way, once we watched, uh, there is an ID show called Double Cross. They made three episodes, and that's it. Which the it was the that's, first one was about Doctor Becky. Yes, the first one is about her. It's quite good. Yeah, it was it's pretty good. It's not like Mans with Vans, <laughs> which was a Ra-donk. real ridiculous, horrible nonsense show. Except we love you, ID. <laughs> we like this other show you did that you only made three episodes yeah. of. Yeah. You've already made like seven mans with vans, I think. I don't like it. It was, I mean, I haven't uh, seen the other ones, but that that one we wa- I watched was a real, real mess. Yeah. So uh, she was, they lived in this beautiful uh, plantation home. She was, had a lot of like hobbies and was a very uh, popular doctor. She hand, hand sewed, she had hand sewn costumes that she made for all her an- her antique doll collections that she had she liked tending her orchids in her greenhouse which if you have a greenhouse you fancy it, is it orchid or orchid it, 
definitely, or is it both? It's definitely orchid. <laughs> Are you sure? I'm 100% sure. Is it orchard or orchard? <laughs> okay, well, it's orchard. See, that's why it's confusing English to me. English is dumb. English is real wacky. It is. I mean, I think I think I remember reading part of it is because they liked the way French looked or something, and so they started spelling words weird. That's why quick has a Q-U instead of like a K. K-W. Yeah. I think I read that. Unless you go to a quick stop, which is a chain of gas stations. That's right. People are like, look at that redneck garbage. Guess what? They're more English than you are. It makes phonetical sense. They're more old timey than you are. Exactly. Or maybe not. I don't Uh, remember if I'm actually right about this. I don't don't know. But she was very fashionable. She was kind of, people described her as flashy. She was humorous. She was beautiful. And like I said, she was a great doctor and she was able to connect very well with her patients, young and old alike, both liked her. She had great bedside manner, but people described her saying she could be a little hard-headed and opinionated, as every strong woman is. Believe me, I know. As every smart person <laughs> is. True. Like, not me, but I'm just... <laughs> also dumb people. I don't know. That's true, yeah. Oh, <laughs> if you... Some some people are... I don't know. I'm not... Uh, I don't know. I guess it depends on what we're talking about, mm. but... Yeah. My opinions can change very easily. You're it, either very opinionated or you're not. That's pretty much where you are, I think. That's sometimes, yeah. You don't necessarily vocalize that opinion, but you're either very opinionated about something or you're not. I'm very opinionated about things that are subjective that it does not matter if I'm opinionated about because it will not affect anything that really matters, like mans with fans. <laughs> you have a strong opinion about I that. I do. At least that episode. Maybe the other ones were good. I I bet not. Probably not. But she, like I said, she was very opinionated. She was a polarizing uh, person. The former mayor of Ozark, o- Mayor McDaniel, said there was, quote, no happy medium um, on how people felt about Dr. Becky and said that they either loved her or hated her. And one of the reasons why people kind of got a bad taste in their mouth about her is because she had this great uh, local doctor business in Ozark uh, where she took care of patients, a good hometown doctor. Uh, But in 1988, she moved to Fort Smith, which is around 30 minutes, 30 miles away. And she brought her patients with her there and she had new clientele and some people didn't like that. Um, But she, she still took great care of her patients um, and probably and made good financial decisions. She carefully made investments and she amassed a good fortune And she invested some of that money in a fertilizer company with her son that was not not doing so hot. It was kind of hemorrhaging money a little bit. So she invested, she wouldn't even invest money in that and wanted to get it back up and running, Um, which will bring us, come back into play later. So we'll get to that later. So the last time anybody sees Dr. Becky is June 17th, 1992, outside of Crawford Memorial Hospital in Fort Smith. Mm Mm-hmm. The day before, she had withdrawn $1.5 million from a bank in Danville, Arkansas. Which I guess isn't far. Yeah, and also that's a lot of money to just withdraw yeah, in I, cash. It would be a little suspicious. It's bizarre. Bizarre, yeah. yeah. I guess, yeah. Uh, but she, so she didn't show up for work. That day? Yeah, mm-hmm. on June, June 17th, 17th mm-hmm. which is very unusual. She is... She's not a person who's going to be even late at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but her car was there, which is weird. Mm-hmm. Like in her normal parking spot, she would always be in. So her husband, Kurt, 
starts calling the hospital asking if they know where she is. And he filed a missing persons report that same afternoon. Hmm. When officials came to question Kurt, he said that she had withdrawn the $1.5 million and she was going to use it for an art purchase. Hmm. And the uh, that sounds crazy. Yeah, that's some expensive art. Yeah, and so the police, they confirmed that she did, in fact, withdraw that much money. So... I wonder if she told the bank people that it was for art. I wonder. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. I don't think it ever says. No, nothing really says it. It. That's who. Could, yeah, okay. I don't. It's know. not important. Um. But yeah. So Kurt, he tells the officials that they drove to Fort Smith, where she's like where she worked, and that's where they're going to make the art deal. Mm-hmm. And they go to a motel, and they have an argument hmm. because Becky says she wants to meet the art dealer alone and Kurt wants to go with her. She's a strong, independent woman. Yeah, but also... Shady. Yeah, it's a weird shady thing. It's like, it's just art, but uh, you stay here. Don't worry about it. Hmm. Suspicious. Yeah. Uh, so she she assures Kurt. She's like, no, I'll be fine uh, because the plan is to meet the dealers at the hospital where she works, which is also in Fort Smith where he is at the motel. Right, in Fort so, Smith, yeah. And the plan was that Becky was going to come pick Kurt up from the motel afterwards, and she never showed up, which is when Kurt began calling the hospital. Hmm. So, that brings us to a man named Alan Michael Johnson, who just went by Mike. Mm -hmm. No relation. Yeah, no, no, not at all. Yeah. Uh, So, he he went by Mike, and he had come back to arkansas he'd been living somewhere else i don't remember where yeah maybe alabama because he was from alabama that's probably it yeah and like his yeah brother we'll we'll get to it yeah but uh so he he's returned to arkansas months ago or years ago actually i think a year a year there we go month years days year (laughs) it was between months or years it was a year (laughs) we we figured it out we solved it yeah so he goes there to reconnect with his ex named Libby, and Mike was a a very charming person. He's people people really liked him, mm-hmm. which is uh, really good if you're a con man. Oh, or as he is called on Double Cross, I love this word, a <laughs> flimflam man. <laughs> love it. it. Is my favorite word. Yeah, I think we need to replace con man with flimflam man. It makes him sound so much more like funny. Oh, you're a flim flam man. <laughs> yeah, like don't take this guy seriously. He's, he's a flim flam. He's a flim flam man. Just get get out of here. Mm-hmm. So he's returned to Arkansas and he tells Libby that he has terminal cancer. Mm. And he uses that to gain her trust and they get married. Which, wow. Were they married before or just exes? I think like- the ID show said that they were married before. Okay. I think. Maybe. Yeah. And uh yeah, so they get married, and he's told her that he has terminal cancer. Um, a few months before she disappears, Dr. Becky is introduced to Mike Johnson, the flim flam man, uh-huh. uh, by his wife, Libby, who was her transcriptionist. Dr. That's, Becky's transcriptionist? Yes. Mm-hmm. Is that the right word? Is that a real word? Yes, it is a real word. Okay. We discussed this before, <laughs> but I just wanted to make sure you were on yes. board with that being a real word. I promise it is. So... 
So uh, Mike, uh, he cons his way into becoming Dr. Becky's financial advisor. Of which he had no, no, what, what is it? Credentials to be so. No qualifications, no. credentials, yeah. experience. No. He's Basically, just a con man. Yeah. A flim flam man. Thank a flim you very flam, much. A flim flam man. <laughs> he, uh, yeah, I mean, it's like me giving financial advice. Like, don't do not do it. If I give that, don't listen. Don't listen. Or dating advice or like... Stop. Any stop. advice. Any advice. Don't listen to me. I would take some of your advice. Okay. Well, like, yeah. Build up sneak on Skyrim. Yeah. Okay, it's, that's a good gonna one. It's going to mess stuff up. Yeah. That's You can build advice. up to where you can just one hit giants with a dagger. It's sick. Yeah. That's good advice. Yeah. That's advice I can give. Strong advice. Play on computers so you can mod your games. And it's also you, more beautiful. You can mod on PS4 and Xbox One. Well. It's just a Switch thing. Well. That you can't. I support Nintendo. Yeah. Okay. Take that. I don't know what to do to that, but okay. <laughs> I do wish I could get into PC gaming, like, for realsies, but it's... too it's, expensive. Yeah. yeah. Up front. Up front, it's too expensive. It's just... But you, you would use it for other stuff. Like, yeah. I gotta write this report for my class i don't know <laughs> on my triple monitor like yes. sweet glowing setup and have all the cool rgb lights in there and <laughs> have like two vertical monitor or two two horizontal mon- monitors and uh-huh. then one that's uh, vertical, vertical for yeah. some reason yeah i just, don't know just why cause. i think people like it because they're like i don't know there's the the chat looks better that way or some something may, yeah. i don't know but i want to do it someday <laughs> it looks sick and then just write a paper on it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to use it to look at Twitter. <laughs> What's on Twitter? The same stuff as always. <laughs> that I can look at on my phone. Yeah. But can my phone, can I Can I move it from one screen to the other screen and to a third screen? No. Exactly. Phones are one screen. That's a one screen experience. Boo. Anyway. <laughs> okay. That went on. So, uh, Flim Flam Man Mike. Flim Flam Mike. I like that. Uh, he, he He's like, he he had all kinds of ideas, I guess, or wacky ideas, get rich quick schemes. Like uh, one of the ideas he ends up having is like, they're going to use the fertilizer to make, it's like an organic fertilizer. Mm-hmm. They're going to use it to make organic golf teas. So, Which is actually like a good idea. Maybe. Like if, uh, if it came from the right person, not from him. Or if it actually like worked properly or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe that exists now. I mean, this is 1992. Yeah. So. It's almost 30 years ago. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Oh, God. Is right. I'm so old. I know. I'm elderly. Me too. Me more so, though. But only, I only became elderly like five days ago. Yeah. <laughs> or we can treat it like decades. It's not technically the new decade until it's 31. Well, you're in the that new- sort of thing. <laughs> well, you're there. I, no, I'm not. You're 30. You're almost 31. I'm closer to it than you are. Yes. By three months. Yeah. Um, no, by nine months. Math. It, okay, wor- and it's not. Don't important. worry about it's it. Not it's but not yeah, he's he's got all these ideas like this fertilizer teas mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that are organic. So mm-hmm. they're gonna they're gonna break apart and fertilize the lawn. Such a good idea. Or the the fairway. That's what it's called. Grass. Or no, you know, it wouldn't be the fairway. Uh, it doesn't matter. Anyway, I don't know anything about golf. Don't ask me. Me neither. You want the lower score. That's all I got. Yeah. Birdie. Uh, birdie, yes. That is uh, one under par, I think. Love. I think that's tennis. It is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
But yeah, so he he claims he's got connections, some pretty sick connections to the Southern Mafia from New Orleans. What? That's a wild story. <laughs> yeah, it's a good story though. <laughs> I'm gonna start telling people that. Don't do it. Like, Don't do it. <laughs> Bad idea. Yeah, I'll get murdered. Yeah, probably. somebody will be like. Oh, he's, be, a, he's part of the New Orleans Mafia? Well, we're part of the Little Rock Mafia, so we got to get you out of here. He'll be a subject. Through of our... the Arkansas River. We'll bury you in it. Oh, don't give people ideas. No, well, I mean, that's it, why I'm not going to be part of the Southern Mafia of New <laughs> Orleans. Uh, or any mafia for that matter. Exactly. So, Mike claims that once a year, the mafia, they got to launder their money, so they would cross state lines into Arkansas, mm-hmm. which... If you're going to pick a state that's close to New Orleans, you'd probably not pick Arkansas. Maybe that's just a pass-through, though. Maybe they were headed somewhere else. Or maybe they should go, like, wherever, all sorts of places. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? It sounds like nonsense. Uh, it, yeah. And he tells Dr. Becky that for every dollar of clean money she has, they will give her $2 in that dirty money. Hmm. So that's a pretty, like, get-rich-quick type thing. Yeah. Just like, hey, here's free money for yeah. no reason, basically. Yeah. If it sounds too good to be true, it's too good to be true. Yeah, usually. Yeah. Unless we're talking about me. Am I too good to be true? Yeah, maybe. Not even that. <laughs> Nobody would say such a thing about me. It's too good to be true. Stop. Um, so anyway, the plan they come up with is that uh, they're going to meet with the money launderers at a hotel in Fort Smith, which is also, that's a weird town. Like, Fort Smith's fairly large. It's the second largest city in Arkansas. Oh. Yeah. Didn't know that. It's like 90-something thousand. I had no idea. Yeah. Hmm. But at the same time, it's kind of a weird small town, but I guess yeah. you wouldn't suspect. I don't know. It's a strange place to it go. Is. Yeah. So that's the plan. They're going to meet up in Fort Smith, and they're going to double their money f- through through nothing. Through through mafia people. That's that's what That's the idea. Well, I don't believe it. I call BS, but we shall see. Also, you've read the whole story, so it's kind of unfair for you to make statements like that. Well, you can cut that out then. Nope. Okay. So, um... I'm leaving your arrogance in. People must know. Who is Caitlin? Is she arrogant? Not really, but... (laughs) That's true. Okay. So, um, two days later, June 19th, as two days after she was reported missing, Mike shows up at the Memphis airport and he has a suitcase and guess what it's filled with? Jewels. Mm, close. Clothing. Yes. No, it's filled with cash. So when he goes through security and the little x-ray machine, the people see all the cash and they're like, well, that probably has to do with drugs. So they call the DEA and the DEA shows up and they start tailing Mike through the airport and they saw that he met up with a woman who had just flown in for Fort Smith. And guess who it was? Dr. Becky. Nope. Oh. Oh, it says here. I should read the notes. Yep. It says it's his it's his wife Libby, right? Ding 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 ding. Okay. Ding. Okay. So it was Libby. And so the DEA was like, What, who's this lady? So then they start trailing them through the parking lot. And then when they like start getting to the car, they finally approach him and they're like, Hey, we have a few questions for you. Like, why is your suitcase full of money? And Mike told the DEA that he had terminal cancer, which he's had for a really long time, and that he got the money by cashing out some kind of insurance, something or another. I have terminal life. Apparently he does. Every, uh, eventually it's going to get me. 
I guess life you could is going to get you. Yeah. You can say that about everybody. Yes. Well, that's depressing. Technically the truth. You're so grim. Anyway, but the DEA were like, okay, yeah, right. You look pretty healthy. So they're not buying it. So they took Mike and Libby down to the station to question them. So they took their suitcase of money and they checked the serial numbers um, on the cash against some that had been reported stolen. And guess whose money it came back as being stolen? Um, who, who what? Uh, I'm trying to make up a name. Uh, D.B. Jo- Cooper. Johnny, Johnny Bordeaux. Who? Of the Southern Mafia from New Orleans. Nope. That was pretty good. Bordeaux. Yeah. <laughs> no. I just thought of players who've played for um like the Louis- University of Louisiana Raging Cajuns football team cuz they're all frenchy names. Of course you would. Was it spelled with an x on the end? E A U X, you better believe it. Yep, you better believe it. And so, no, it was not it was not him. It was Dr. Becky. And surprise surprise. So when confronted, they're like, "Hey, this money came back as stolen as like the money of a missing person." He's like, "Oh. Well, she gave it to me." And they're like, okay yeah right so then the dea were like you're under arrest for stealing so they put mike and becky i'm sorry excuse me mike and libby under arrest for theft so the police went back to the last place that mike was known to be which was at the hotel in fort smith that he and dr becky had supposedly met at so they started asking questions to the people that work there and the hotel manager the clerk or whatever the front he said he remembered Mike because Mike had paid in all cash, like whipped out a bunch of hundos and, and paid in all cash. And he was like, whoa. You know, the the whole cash thing even, um, that's a big, uh, now I've been thinking about this stuff a lot lately because mm-hmm. of, of the virus and mm-hmm. the pandemic. Yep. Cash and gold, mm-hmm. big prepper stuff. Yep. Big doomsday prepper stuff. Yep. They're all about get, collecting up that gold mm-hmm. and the cash because what happens when the systems go down? You can't use your credit card. Nope. And also they'll sometimes like stockpile like booze for bartering for later <laughs> and stuff like that. But apparently what we've learned from this is those are the wrong tenders. It's it's toilet paper. <laughs> How long does, what's the expiration date on toilet paper? You there better just none. stock it up in your, just uh, don't get it wet. your bunker. Because <laughs> so it'll like, disintegrate. It's like sugar. Yeah, exactly. I think sugar stays good. Basically forever, as long as it doesn't get wet or something. Really? Something like that. I think it might be Did sugar. you make that up? I think I remember... Honey. Honey stays good forever. Yeah. Because it's an anti... It's like antimicrobial or and antibacterial or It's something. basically sugar. Um, mm. Isn't it? It turns the sugar in your body. I mean... That's the same thing then. It's anyway, made of like pollen and like bee I, vomit or I something. I think I learned it from uh, Fox Family, I think was the channel, mm-hmm. on Saturday mornings or Sunday mornings. Maybe both. They would air like cartoons and one of the ones i tried to watch was mega man super Oof. fighting robot yeah i know what you're talking about yeah that show was bad yeah but anyway they'd have like fun facts and like i think the sugar one that's like stuck in my brain if it's true or maybe it was a different thing somebody prove andrew wrong email us tweet us something anyway so the hotel manager was like yeah dude paid it all hundos and it was super weird so the maid when they asked the maid if they remembered him she said yeah I do because I had to call a plumber to fix the toilet. It was stopped up and the plumber found all these like IDs or found like uh, all these credit cards and an ID and all of it belonged to Dr. Becky. So suspicious. So when confronted with this information, which makes him like super look super guilty, Mike was like, oh, well, okay, my story's going to change a little bit. So what Mike claimed was that 
He actually had a plan to use a stun gun on Dr. Becky when she entered the hotel room. And then he would take the money she she brought and he would fake an injury and then hit her too to trick her into thinking that the mobsters had attacked them and that they made off with the cash. Daggum, Johnny Bordeaux got him again. (laughs) So Mike Claim... Mike claimed that, oops, the plan went awry and said that, oh, no, she tripped when she walked into the room and broke her neck. And which see, which is like absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, I was going to say how. That's not going to happen. That would be really difficult, right? Yeah. Very. I mean, you'd have to like hit it on like really forcefully fall back onto like like a ledge or something right on your neck just right. And even then, like people have had broken necks and, and survived. And yeah. It might just be like a fractured vertebrae or something. Like professional wrestler Taz, he broke his neck and walked to the hospital. And they were like, your neck's broken. Oh. <laughs> and Don't move. And also consider that like he's a big jacked up muscle guy. Mm-hmm. Like she's probably worked out her neck. She's not going to just break her neck. Yeah, she was strong. And stuff. And also he probably was on steroids though. But it, it, you it know. Makes your bones fragile. Yeah. So Mike claimed that oops, the plane ran awry. She tripped and fell, broke her neck. And so he panicked. And then he, he said that he wrapped her body up and dumped it in the Arkansas River, which he dumped it off of a main bridge at like during a, on a weekday during like traffic hours for that that people going to work would be on that bridge. So they're like, I smell a fish. So he's a he's bad at making up stories for being a con man. He's pretty stupid. I think I wonder. Excuse what me. Qu- a flim flam. Thank man. you. Flim <laughs> I think flim flam men, they have a quality about them that makes people want to believe them. Yeah. And that's what makes them, they're charming and they're yeah. very convincing. Almost like like a sociopath type thing. I want to unlock this power. That's a really dark thing <laughs> to say. But for good. Like like who? Like what? I would be like, hey, let's make society better. <laughs> like that. Good I would, job. I would use my charisma for good. Well, I, Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm not I'm not gonna use my charisma for like I'm gonna con you out of a bunch of money. Yeah, don't do that. I'm gonna use my charisma to make the world better. Like what if we paid teachers more and stuff? Oh, that would be great. Exactly. Robin Hood. You're Robin Hood. Uh, He did he did his with physical work though. I I'm not big on that. Just use your mind. I I have the mind. I just don't have the I don't have the charm and the charisma. That's the problem. (laughs) That's why I can't be a flim flam man. Well, there's a book. It's called like how to win friends and how to be a real prick and make money or something like that. Yeah. Like how to manipulate people and be a jerk. In fact, (laughs) in fact, there was on one of the podcasts I listened to one of the cult leader. I don't remember who it was. Maybe Manson, but I think that's not right. But they like read that book. It was like how to win friends and something, something. I think, I mean, how old is that book? Because Manson's like the 70s. It was, I think it's a pretty dated book. Okay. I don't know. I could be wrong about all of this, but it's a book that a cult leader somewhere read and was like, took it to heart and like, that's how they became culty. It doesn't sound like a Manson thing to me, to be honest. I don't know. We'll have to look it up. He has, I know he has like, he had his charisma and blah, blah, blah. And Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to talk. You look it up. Oh no! Yeah. Okay. You I'll look do, it up. Uh, so what? What do I Google? How to win friends and uh, how, some, to, how to make friends and something. Cult leader, how to win friends? I don't know. <laughs> so, I'm, so you just keep looking for things. I'm gonna keep talking. So they were skeptical of the story because, like, okay, sure, you're gonna dump somebody's body at rush hour on a weekday on the busiest bridge around. 
So, but regardless of their skepticism, on June 24th, police finally began searching the Arkansas River for Dr. Becky. And they couldn't, they found, of course, no hide nor hair of her. So on June 28th, police in Alabama put out an alert that a body that had, like, to every, to surrounding states, that a body matching Becky's description had been found in Cypress Creek, which is 400 miles away from the Fort Smith Ozark area. It was found near Florence, Alabama. Even if, like, you know geography. Yeah. Which I know you don't. I, I don't. understand. I, I don't. get it. Yeah. Just saying Fort, or saying even Arkansas to Alabama, but like Fort Smith, especially to far, Alabama. Far west Arkansas. Yeah. Uh, literally on the border with Oklahoma. Yep. Um, All the way to Alabama. You're driving through at least two, you're driving through basically the entirety of Arkansas. The width of Arkansas. Through Mississippi uh-huh. and into wherever it is in Alabama. Mm-hmm. So it's a pretty lengthy drive. That's a long way away from home. But police heard this and they were like, we're going to check it out. And she had been found by a family of canoeists, which is kind of a grim thing to find. But she'd been found by a family of canoeists, fully clothed, face down in the water. Um, she had a plastic bag wrapped around her head, um, and it had duct tape around her neck, keeping it on. And they f- they saw that one of her wrists had also had tape on it, indicating that she had been bound. Um, and they could only identify her through dental records. Um, some reports had initially reported her as being found decapitated, which was incorrect. Um, but people, I guess, saw the bag of her head, didn't see hair and thought maybe she, you know, she, she, typical internet news, you know, they're just pre-internet. They're just trying to get their story in fastest of anybody. Fake news. Wrong. Typical, typical. It's just like everything on Twitter. They're just trying to be the first one to, to do the thing. Yep. Even though it was 1992 and that wasn't, there, wasn't. everything I just said was wrong. Wrong. Lies. You flim flam man. Typical. I wish I could be, but I can't. I wish I were capable of it. You might As be. I've said, I'm, but I'm not. Okay. Um, also, uh, Charles Manson took a class oh. that was based on that book. See? That book came out in 1936, which is crazy long ago. See? I didn't, I, I kind of got it halfway right. I did remember things. I mean, yeah, yeah. You got it. You got it way more right than I got it with my like. No, he didn't. That's not Manson. That's not the Charlie I know. <laughs> My buddy Charles. Char- old, old Chuck. We used to be friends. And then, you know, he got that tattoo of the swastika. And I realized I was hanging out with the wrong crowd. <laughs> Speaking of which, we'll get to that in a second. So the medical examiner found that she did not have any trauma to her head or neck, which would have indicated that she fell or had any kind of blunt force trauma. So that was a lie. But she did have strang- a strangulation ligature mark around her neck, um, indicating that uh, dude, Flim Flam Mike, definitely did strangle her. So he actually, like, claimed, like, he blamed us on her, saying that he claimed that she was only supposed to bring the 25000 but she brought the $1.5 million. And after he tased her, he said... Well, I could get away with twenty five thousand, you know, stealing twenty five thousand dollars, and she probably wouldn't report it. But one point five million, she's going to report that. And so he said, "Well, I had to kill her because she wasn't supposed to bring that much." Which is like, well, that's terrible. Like, anyway, so police still were like, "Whatever, you planned this the whole time." And so they arrested him, charged him with capital murder. And it's also hard to believe him when he's had like seventeen different stories of what yeah, happened. Yeah, it's like, uh, I was, I got this money from insurance. I'm 
no, she gave it to me. No, it was this plant. Uh, no, it was a different plant. No, this other thing happened. Don't. Uh, it just keeps changing so often. It's like we're just we're just gonna go with a blanket. We don't believe you to the point if you said I did do it, I would probably just be like, well, we gotta let him go. He obviously didn't do it. He's a liar. <laughs> but this is why those stories changing, flim flam, Mike. You can never trust a man with a freaking swastika band tattoo that goes around your arm, I which, which he a, had. I, According to his prison description. Yeah, I wish we had a picture of it. Because mm-hmm. in my brain, I'm thinking of like, he got one of those like uh, bands like the SS officers would wear. Mm. I, don't know, which I don't know how Nazi, well, people like me who watched the History Channel back when it used to cover history. <laughs> and not But aliens. all of the history was like about the Nazis in World War II. <laughs> they would know. <laughs> but They know what's up. Yeah. So like, and if you've seen like Nazi uniforms, like they have that armband that they would all wear. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I understand about. So, I bet it was, like, this, the fact that they call it, like, an armband makes me think it was, like, designed mm. after that. Maybe. I don't know. Either In way. Which case, it's garbage Yeah, either person. way, you're a garbage person. So, um, yeah, don't trust me on the swastika tattoo. So, after uh, they found Dr. Betty, <laughs> Dr. Becky, uh, Alan Jr., who was, or, like, Mike's son, he was Michael, he was Alan Michael, and so... Alan Jr., his son, was arrested in Chattanooga, Tennessee, and he was accused of helping his father dispose of Dr. Becky and spending some of the stolen money uh, because they fi- they filed an affidavit later and it said that Alan Jr. flew to Memphis to meet his father who and Mike drove there in Dr. Becky's car with her body in the trunk. And while there, the two men spent some of the doctor's money on a Mercedes Benz, a Mazda RX-7, a Lexus, two Rolex watches, amongst some other things. He, his whole fake plan that he had with Dr. Becky was about laundering money. And he's clearly showing that he does not know how to launder money. Clearly not. That's just like, these these would be all the red flags you could throw up. Like, you know, Johnny Bordeaux does not put up with this. <laughs> Get this flam flam man away <laughs> Or Johnny Bordeaux is going to get him. Exactly. So uh, Mike's wife, Libby, was also arrested and she was charged with theft of property. Um, she They found her to be no way involved with the murder. She, like they said she didn't even know about it. But I don't know. I guess she did spend some of the money. Uh, Kenneth Earl Glover, guy that goes by Kenny, who was a former brother-in-law of Mike. He was arrested for hindering prosecution. He said he took the body from Mike Johnson in Memphis and dumped it for him in Alabama, where he lived. Uh, Glover, for for doing that, Glover received $10,000 in Dr. Becky's car for payment from Mike. Um, the chief felony prosecutor said there, that there was no indication that Glover was directly involved with the murder either. And Glover was sentenced to six years for his involvement. Um, this part was kind of confusing for me to read, but it said the FBI confiscated the money that they found, with Mike and they were reluctant to give it back to Dr. Johnson's relatives. Um, they said that if they filed to claim it in court, that they would have to like divide it amongst the agencies that were involved with the investigation or something. But ultimately the money in the purchase property, it said were returned to the family. Yeah. I wonder, well, they end up returning the money Yeah, and all that. I, I wonder if they were that. just like, please don't involve the courts. We're doing a thing. <laughs> Or, I, or something like I don't I don't I don't maybe, I really don't know maybe they had like their whole other plan that they were doing and they were like we gotta swap out this cash for different cash we'll give you cash that's the same cash amount 
but it's a different cache with different serial numbers for some thing that they were doing. Maybe? You're, you're getting awfully deep into conspiracy just, theory yeah, territory. It's just, it's just a strange thing yeah. to me. I, I don't know enough about like how they handle property and money and stuff know. in these investigations. I don't know. So all I can do is speculate like a crazy person. Yeah. and But because it went over state lines, it was considered a federal thing instead of a state thing. So I don't know. But Mike Johnson, he initially pled innocent to capital murder charges, but by July 1st, he went ahead and pled guilty to avoid the death penalty, and he was sentenced to life without parole, which, good. LWAP, as we call it. LWAP, yep. And That's the official court term. They usually use that. They say, death. do you want death penalty or LWAP? And so a lot of people get the death penalty because the jury doesn't know what LWAP means. <laughs> by the way... <laughs> That was all garbage made up. <laughs> That's what jokes are. They're lies. <laughs> By a flim flam man. Flim flam man. Flim flam mandrew. <gasps> that might be my new name on something. Flim flam drew. Flim flam drew. Flim flam mandrew. All these are good. Flim yep. flam mandrew might be too long. Flim flam drew. I've got about a week to figure out if I'm going to make this my new PSN name, which I change all the time because <laughs> I have a problem. You're welcome. So, nice little thing to leave you with. Wendy Grant, who was on the ID episode um, that we watched. Wendy Grant, she was the office manager for Dr. Johnson. She said that Dr. Johnson must have had to trust this guy implicitly because she worked hard for her money and she did not act foolishly. And I think that probably sums up Dr. Becky as far as like she worked hard. She invested her money. She was smart. And she was not foolish and she was just taken advantage of as like with most of these cases that we've covered so far, just people doing their thing, not doing anything bad and then just being taken advantage of. That's what's crazy about it is like she's, it seems like she wouldn't have fallen for this, but like, I don't know, like he must, like like Wendy said, he must have been a smooth talker. She must have trusted him. He gained her trust. I think it's interesting to think about because like. Everybody, like, also with cults, a lot of times people are like, oh, what a bunch of idiots. They yeah. all fell for that. It's, it, a lot of them are actually very intelligent. Yes. But they fall for it for whatever reason. Yes. Just, you know. Brainwash. Try, yeah. try your best to, to think about things. Yeah. I would say the best way to do this is to never assume that you're smarter than you are. Or something like that. Because then you're thinking like, well, I'm so smart. I wouldn't fall for some nonsense. That's good advice. From a flim flam man. Flim flam drew. Flim flam man drew. That's right. So, for our sources, citing our sources, um, episode one of the ID show. Uh, yeah, it's called Double Cross. It's mm-hmm. available for free on ID's website. Yes. And I guess they might have an app. I don't know. Probably. Yeah. Uh, there's also like a thing on Amazon you can look free at. Free trial or something. Yeah. It's like $4 for like a bunch of crime stuff. I We didn't look at it too uh, hard we because we, we try to save as much money as possible. <laughs> We're poor. But yeah, it's actually a very good episode, unlike Mans with Vans, which was a real nightmare. Wacky. Um, there was an Associated Press article. Um, there is a website that we've used for pretty much every episode, I think. It's called mylifeofcrime.wordpress, I think. And... They have, the person who writes this, I'm not really sure who it is, but they have like different like murderers and suspects and stuff. And then they have like a list of like 
articles and stuff that go with it. And we used every single one of the articles on that website. Yeah, and that's how we found the uh, Double Cross because that show only had three episodes. Yeah, I don't know yeah. why that is because it seems good. It was good. pretty good, yeah. Maybe they ran out of ideas too quickly. They're yeah. like, oh, there's not that many Double Crosses. <laughs> I think there's it's probably just, more than three. It's just a few. Th- everything's just a single cross. It, it, they, they didn't look hard enough. Maybe. I who knows why that happened? Bring it back. Bring it back. <laughs> that show from 2012 or 13 or 2013, so. 2013, yeah. And then there was a Google um, article. Oh, oh I, I just want to mention one more thing. What? Uh, we forgot to mention that Mike, while in prison, still claimed he had terminal cancer. No, he didn't. Did he really? Yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah, he did. And he did that. He, he He's was, still alive, he isn't still, he? Uh, in 2013. As of 2013, he was definitely still alive. Was, I don't know about now, But though. yeah, he, on the show, they're like, he claimed he had terminal cancer still. Colon He's, cancer. They said yes. he had, yeah, terminal colon cancer. And he is. And it's like, he, you know, this all happened in 1992. Well, even before 1992, he was claiming he had terminal cancer. Yeah. So he's still going strong. <laughs> or that, was. That cancer going to get him someday, I guess. It's terminal. <laughs> it might have gotten him by now. I don't know. Yeah. That was 2013. But there was also a Google article, and it was just uh, brought up a newspaper that mentioned. It was just an article about it. So a lot of, a lot of newspaper articles we used. Newspapers are great for this stuff. Yeah, for sure. Uh, especially... I mean, ideally, you would just have, like, somebody write a real good book or a really big, long article, and that would just condense everything to what you need versus having to, like, grab pieces and, like, put them together. Yeah. Like, you're, I don't want to work that hard. But but we do. We do yeah. it because we love it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. And that's the story, the very unfortunate story of dr becky johnson which she's like my idol smart driven pretty fit i uh sassy i, I wish i could be so driven pretty and fit yeah <laughs> if i were driven i'd be prettier i guess and i would definitely be more fit there are plenty there's, of driven people that aren't pretty you're yeah. good you're good fam but uh there's well it's like the thing she have her 5 a.m workouts five days a week i've had so many times where i'm like i'm gonna i'm gonna finally do the thing i'm gonna get up early for working out and the alarm comes and i go nope i'm gonna not even snooze turn that alarm off change the alarm to be way later (laughs) i ain't doing this you know if i had if i worked out before i went to work i would have to wake up at about three o'clock yeah that's because i wake up for work at 4 30 it's real it's too early it's pretty early that's why every night when i come home from work i get dinner and i sit on the couch to unwind and watch some true crime shows and i end up falling asleep very quickly (laughs) i'm just very tired life is life is tiring sometimes you know all the time for me also for me is it yeah i just don't sleep well sometimes you know you know how it goes Caitlin just yawned. I did really big. That was that was part of the noise you heard. She she got away from the mic for most of that. Sorry, it was a big deep breath in. What you what you been up to though? Like what do you, do you have anything going on lately? Mm, you learned, you like, learned a town in Oklahoma. I that, did. I'm very excited about I, that. I almost died in my sleep last night. Oh yeah. Since I <laughs> looked like I murdered somebody when all, I woke all, up. All the blood was coming out of your brain. <laughs> what? what if it was? What if I? Oh my god, I'm gonna die. Well, you know, I I think I told you I've I've had that happen several times, and that's why I'm the way I am. 
Andrew who used to have seizures. Not used to. I've had three. But not even when you were a child. They were all when you were an adult. Yes. Which is kind of weird. I did used to have migraines all the time as a child, though. I wonder if that has to do with anything. Maybe. My brain's messed up. There's something wrong with it. There's, there's a connection loose somewhere. Yeah. It's like... Misfiring. Or like my brain was like, we got to give him a migraine. It, well, we forgot how to do the migraine thing. The, the, oh, no. We broke it. <laughs> we Oh, oh no. It's, it's like when you're trying to pull like a lid off of something that's on there too tight. And then you like, you pull it all the way and like everything goes everywhere. And it's like, that's, that's what happened. They were trying to unlock the migraines again, but they just like, ah! oh no, oh no. We, and you short circuited. Yeah. He short circuited. He, he had a seizure. Oh. The first one didn't make, well, maybe we'll talk about this another time, but like the first one was like random. Yeah. The second one made more sense. Yeah, I agree. Well, second and third. Okay. Well, now you have to tell because people are going to be confused. No. Okay. Well, so when would this have been? 2000 eight seven the first one. Oh yeah 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 after so 2007 christmas break i'm in texas for my cousin's wedding and i wake up the morning of the wedding and i just feel weird there's like something wrong i just i even say i feel weird to and your parents then, yeah to like whoever else was there mm-hmm. and that's when i had i like fell back and had a seizure and you had no recollect. You have no recollection of it. Yeah, I don't remember the part where I was seizing. So like, do you remember falling back? No. Huh. I I remember my eyes opening and like my mom was there, like crying, Aww. and I had no idea why. <laughs> You're like, oh my god, what's wrong? Yeah, I'm like <laughs> looking around. I'm like, what's going on? And uh, so then they they go. This is before GPSs were super super common and mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. We didn't all have iPhones. Nope. The world is... It's a lot different now. It's very different. And it's only been like a little over a decade, really. Yeah. And even... Yeah. So they they went to like the hotel concierge or somebody. I was like, where's the nearest hospital? Oh, God. And uh, they had to like... Like I couldn't walk properly. Really? But, yeah. So I had to like pretty much be like almost carried. Like I, I could kind of support myself. Uh, had to be like pretty much carried to the car and... Uh, the scariest part was on the way to the hospital, I actually went blind for a few minutes. Not like, terrifying at all. Yeah. Like everything was white. Oh my gosh. Um, got to have a spinal tap. Just oh. good times. I ended up being basically fine. They don't know why it happened. Uh, so yeah. Cool. What happened the other time? Oh, uh, the other time I sliced my finger open. I sliced, uh, what would you call it? The ring finger, I guess. Yeah. So my ring finger, I sliced it. Um, Wasn't on a, a mandolin. Cro- on a mandolin. Yeah. Slice it across, like how would you just got horizontally? Well, you, you like slice the fingertip off the pad of your finger. Yeah, like where your fingerprint would be. Yeah, the pad. I have a different fingerprint now because of it. That's crazy. Um, that was gross when it happened. <laughs> like the thing is, I like I didn't feel it because it's so sharp. Yeah, yeah, I, I didn't feel it happen. I didn't even know it happened until I saw blood spurt. Oh. And I was like, uh, uh-oh. <laughs> no, oh, no. no. Oh, no. And I looked. I could like, yeah, I could see like the inside of my finger. It was Ugh. really gross. So anyway. Was this, a, was this at work? No. No, this is, a, this is at home. This is when I lived back up in uh, jo- Jonesboro, oh, yeah. Arkansas. Yeah. Uh, by the way, so like I drove to the hospital real fast, except it wasn't that fast because Jonesboro traffic is a disaster. <laughs> 
Um, and the biggest part about that that really frustrated me was the insistence of people who drive trucks, like pickup trucks, and who are towing a boat. Their insistence on owning the left lane on any road. I have noticed this on freeways all over Arkansas, I guess. I was going to say the country, but not really the country. But they, and it's like, so I got stuck behind this jerk who is driving their pickup truck, towing a boat, thinking they're the fastest person. They need to be in the left lane. Get out of the left lane. I'm trying to get to the hospital, god dang it. This is something that Andrew is passionate about. You better believe it. Opinionated. I am so unhappy about people <laughs> with boats. Get your boats out of here. Um, so anyway, he, uh, I get there, and when I go back to uh, talk to d- doctor, nurse, or whatever, yeah, they like start cleaning the, the wound Blech. Yeah, with whatever saline solution or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, Did it hurt? It hurt so much I had a seizure. <laughs> I didn't even know it's it happened. Funny. It was. <laughs> it's funny now because I'm okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I just remember like feeling very cold and sweaty, like cold sweat, and like I didn't the the nurse or whatever. She was like, "Are you okay?" I'm like, "I guess." And I, apparently, I had had the seizure and didn't realize it. And then I had another one. And next time I woke up, there was also a, a, a second person who was there by then. <laughs> so that was a fun time. And they're like, this guy's broken. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but they that was another one where there's like, it was probably just like, because like your nerve endings are yeah. more sensitive in your fingers yeah. than anywhere else. Yeah. So well, basically, <laughs> calm down. <laughs> I have a friend that she... PG. Pa- <laughs> 12-ish. <laughs> she passes out. Uh, she has multiple times before when experiencing pain like a lot of pain yeah so so that's, of, that's most likely what and I she would gets bad she gets bad migraines too she has to take medicine for i don't it. get migraines anymore well i know but i'm just i got over it i got better hopefully, like they say in uh my python holy grail all yeah, the time yeah i got better so hopefully that doesn't indicate that she will be having seizures in the future yeah i the first one really scared me because it's that probably was like, a big one yeah and also because it was like why is this happening like i had to get tests and all kinds of stuff like yeah. brain tests and i was like I'm going to be real upset if it turns out I like I can't drive cars anymore. Did they did they let you drive cars? Were you like restricted? Uh I don't think I ever officially was, but I didn't until we did those tests, which good, was pretty good call. quickly. Good call. I I know somebody who had a seizure. Well, he ended up having a brain tumor, but he's okay now. But they they said he couldn't drive for like a year. Maybe I have a terminal brain tumor that's been there for a very long time. Like, um, did they not do an MRI of your brain? I I assume they did. I don't know. (laughs) I don't even. What does that even mean? Something something imaging. I'm sure magnetic resonance imaging. I got one third of them. That's a failing grade. (laughs) It's like when I guessed uh, NASA. No, it's not like that because you guessed it perfectly, which was really crazy. Because I just pulled it out of my butt. Yeah, because that nobody guesses what you guess. Everybody guesses like North American Space Agency, which is what I would guess. Uh-huh. Nope. Yeah, <laughs> I, I guess the correct right. one. Don't ask me what it is because suddenly I feel less confident that I know what it is. I know. You can Google it. Google it. Google it. Or uh, Bing it or National ask, ask Aeronautic it. Space Agency. Yeah, I think that's right. I think it's something like that. Angie's about to make sure it's right. I am going to make sure it's right. You stall. Stall stall them. Vamping. Don't, don't let them know. <laughs> don't let them do, know what do, I'm doing. Do, do, no. Do, do. Okay. Use words. Okay. Uh, words. Talk about what you've been up to or something. Um, I've uh, Our work 
boy, our work just got crazy. Our work schedule did. Like, I normally have to be on call like, I don't know, seven days a week. I'm on call like 13 days. I'm not, I'm sorry, not seven days a week. I was gonna, 13 seven days, days a, a month. <laughs> seven days a month. And now I'm on call like double that. And it's it's wild. What did you call the NASA National Aeronautics Space Agency? Mm-hmm. It's administration, which I think you actually said the first time you guessed it. I think it. I did too, yeah. But either way. Just so to, pretty close. Just to clarify. Yay. So yeah, work is insane and it will be until all this stuff dies down resolves. Please, please wash your hands. Please cough into your elbow. Please stay at home. Please don't go out. And if you're going to cough, make sure it's only because you choked on uh, pork rind dust. <laughs> or like I did at work. I remember that, that story. I choked on a pill at work and they had to call a rapid response on me because it like lodged somewhere in my pipes. Was it like that and vitamin I, that uh, Chris Traeger tries to take <laughs> on Parks and Rec? And he's like, usually Ben's here for this. And it's like gigantic. He's like, it's a choking hazard. <laughs> no, it wasn't even that big. It was just perfectly circular. In fact, my friend that has the migraines, she gave it to me. It was an Excedrin migraine. It was like perfectly circular to like flop right down on my on my epiglottis and like hold it shut so I couldn't freaking breathe. And I'm like dying and they're like all passing me around doing the Heimlich and my friend stuck her hand on my throat and was like trying to gag me. She's like, you have to gag. You have to throw it up. And I'm like, Ugh. so it was pretty traumatic. I would think like, <laughs> I don't know. Part of me <laughs> thinks like putting their finger down your throat is almost like shove it down (laughs) she was trying to like she was trying to like sweep she was trying to like sweep and get it which in cp i wasn't nobody did cpr me it was just everybody was just doing the high like but they're trying to like i guess she was like trying to like sweep and get it like you were used to supposed to do with cpr if they were choking but um but no she um she was just trying to gag me because like it was like it was stuck in a weird place it was like holding my epiglottis down but I could still breathe like a little bit. It just like, I couldn't do, it was weird. It was weird. Yeah. So. Did anything good happen though? Um, I got or a no. divorce. <laughs> that was the start of it. Oh, uh, I wasn't talking about then. I was talking about like <laughs> the past week. <laughs> We're, no, that's staying in. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. <I> no. <laughs> Caitlin was trying to snap. I ain't letting her do it. Um, no, it's it's fine. It's fine. But it's, uh, okay, it's, this I, week. I was talking about this week. <laughs> it's we recorded a special episode, but we're not releasing it yet. It's gonna we have be... no idea if we will. Let's let's not tease the people. No, I'm going to because eventually these episodes will get a special release. When we maybe we're not. Someday. It won't be like we'll on see. here. We'll... It'll be somewhere else. It'll be something else. Well, yeah, we'll do something with them, I guess. But they were pretty funny. We listened to it again. <laughs> we were laughing. It might be a real nightmare time. It we'll, could we'll be. See. It could be. I have something special to announce. I got married. You did? In Stardew Valley. Oh. <laughs> I was like, oh. Yeah. In Stardew Valley. Congratulations. Who's it, the lucky man? It's a... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> gay jokes. Mm, but I really love gay people. Okay, calm down. That explains why you don't like me. Oh. Um, anyway, it was um, I got married to Maru, who is a she's a gadget gal. She she uh, she knows science. Good for her. She I don't think she's suited for the farm life. Oh. Uh, she tried to help on the game. Like she was like, like uh, she was like, hey, I got up early and I I watered the crops for you. And all I could think was like. I have automatic sprinklers to do all that, but I appreciate you trying. By the way, this is all in a video game. Yes. 
<laughs> yes. Well, you know, it's just like real life, though, because like uh, <laughs> earlier in the game, uh, yeah, oh, I, yeah, I sent you that video yeah. where earlier in the game, I, I asked, I, it was actually, it was Maru. I asked her to dance and she says like, I don't want to dance with you. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, this game's too realistic. I can't be playing I'm it. I'm done with it. I'm so sad. <laughs> oh, maybe one day. But uh, It happened. I got it's married. today. I got married tomorrow. Like, yeah. That happened. Congratulations. Yeah. I didn't get an invite. I'm kind of offended. Oh, the best part was I got like this dumb skull mask that I started wearing because I earned it doing a thing on the game. Uh-huh. And the game when you get married all it does is like change your regular clothes to a tuxedo it doesn't do anything to your head stuff uh-huh. so i was just like this weird looking guy <laughs> with a tuxedo yeah. and this skull mask that's your superhero outfit and i even had like the skull mask looks really weird because my character has big dumb spiky hair because i saw that in the character creation and i named him goku of course after dragon ball z of it's, course yeah spiky blonde hair yep. super saiyan goku mm-hmm. anyway so it just it looked super bizarre even in the world of this goofy video game and you're like this guy's weird yeah just like me yay but yeah whole big bowl of awkward over here <laughs> that's me so that's our podcast for the week guys so catch us on facebook paint the town dead oh, email one thing oh one yeah thing. yeah go ahead so we are releasing on tuesdays we are tuesday pause podcast we didn't mention this in episode three. Oh, we didn't? No. Or two? Or one? Episode two, I don't think we had fully decided. I'm not oh, okay, sure. Okay. I, when we recorded it, because I don't know if episode one was totally out yet or something like that. Hmm, I don't know. But we are a Tuesday podcast. We probably should have mentioned it in episode three. We knew it was a Tuesday podcast. <laughs> we are coming out on Tuesdays. Tuesdays when we come out. And also, we will post Tuesdays as well, especially on the Facebook page. Uh, first thing in the morning... Um, on Tuesdays, you can see what the episode will be about, see pictures from the events that we're going to discuss, um, kind of get a summation, summar- summarization of the... Nailed it. Perfect wording. Yay. Of the episode. And again, Facebook, Paint the Town Dead. Search Paint the Town Dead. Look for our logo. Uh, Twitter, P-T-T-D pod. Instagram, Paint the Town Dead, all one word. And email, P-T-T-T... Hmm. It's difficult. P-T-T-D-Pod at gmail.com or pittitida at gmail.com. Pittitida at gmail.com. Correct. Very good. Please tell us what we did wrong. Tell us what we did right. Please like, subscribe, rate, share. All the things. Comment. Whatever. Do all that stuff. All the things. And we are so glad you came by. And we really hope you stop by next week too. Next Tuesday. That's right. We're a Tuesday team. Now. We're a Tuesday team. Team Tuesday. All right. And with with Caitlin and Flim Flam Drew. <laughs> Flim Flam Mandrew. Oh, you like that one better? Yeah. I think I like Flim Flam Mandrew. Flim Flam Mandrew. Flim Mandrew. Flim Flam. You got to have the Flim Flam. The Flim Flam is key. Well, that's what it, Flim Flam Drew. Or Flim Flam Andrew. Or Flim Flam Mandrew. I think Flim Flam Mandrew makes more sense. And uh, I think the Flim Flam. It has to be Flim Flam. Oh my God, we have said this way too many. Flim Flam. <laughs> the official word of the Painted Town Ted podcast. Flim Flam. Flim Flam Man. So guys, thanks again. We'll see you next week. We'll talk to you next week. Drop us comments. And next week will be on a Tuesday. <laughs> yes, it will. <laughs> okay. Okay, thanks. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs>